Hello and welcome to Talking Credit Unions with Chris Smith. And this is edition number three. Now, the Abcool Conference and AGM is the largest event in the British credit union calendar and bookings are now open for the 2020 AGM and Conference. And it's held in Manchester again this year and the venue is the Midland Hotel. So that's Friday 13th to Saturday 14th of March this year. And following a change of tradition, they started last year, Abcool are running the actual AGM on the morning of Saturday the 14th. And Abcool reminds us that there's no charge for members for that section of the event. Getting back to the conference in a minute but when Abcul appointed Robert Kelly as its new chief exec uh, replacing Mark Leonette who stood down back in May 2018 uh, many said that this is going to be a tough gig for Robert but Robert is the former president of Abcul and he's worked in credit union sector since 2003 and he's a former chief exec of the very successful NHS credit union where he led a team that expanded that credit union, growing it by more than 400%. And we're lucky to have Robert here with us today. Hello, Robert. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, yeah. Good Good of you to find some time. Robert, look, I know I've been chasing you all over the country, and I know how busy <laughs> you are. Honestly, I, you're about as easy to catch as a... Uh, as a northern train but but we've caught, we've caught you at last now you've been there for a while and you, you really took on an enormous job with what's it been like for me now and been in the post for roughly 15 months now or so and 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 it's been probably everything i expected and more it's been hugely rewarding in terms of being out getting out to to see members to to hear members views to to talk to them about the priorities for the the future and how abco can shape itself as an organization i think we had a great deal of legacy issues to, to deal with some of which we're still working through the ends of and that was necessary and some of that was cathartic some of that was allowing us a platform to move on as an organization so i've been delighted with the progress and i think the particular standout has been the town hall consultation which we, we've ran since last march we launched at the, the the last agm conference and that's been a fantastic opportunity to engage with members and non-members in the wider sectors stakeholders alike across the country over so many different events and we're just putting the finishing touches now to, to what we've heard in that town hall consultation and it's really exciting times and we'll, we'll launch those findings at the forthcoming event in March uh, in Manchester. Excellent. Man. Well, one of the things I've noticed and I'll take my hat off to you and Karen for is the certainly the increase in communication and the quality of the communication it's much more frequent it's much more up to date it's far, far more personable it's, it, it really is a smashing job you've done and i think i'm sure as many credit unions out there would say that this is what we wanted this is in the first place and being able to understand what's going on and, and being having a dialogue and coupled with what you did with the town hall sessions i think is a great way of communicating so well done on that but what's been your biggest challenge since you've come back I think the biggest challenge is the, the ability for uh, members in the wider sector to see what future path we can take. I think we have been, if I'm being honest, we have had some, some big legacy issues and some, some big challenges to face, particularly the expansion project, and I think it you know, would be massive me not, not to, to raise that. So, But I also think we need to take the positives out of that activity and to also say that there's a, there's a clear opportunity for credit unions to transform the way they do business and the way that they engage with members. And I think we need to also practice what we preach at ABCO, that, that we, are, we are helping credit unions shape their future direction. We're helping them challenge their thinking around their business model. We're helping them on their transformation and technology journeys. And for us, a lot of absolutely the, the same issues apply, that we need to be a fit-for-purpose organisation. We need to listen to our members. We need to hear those views. We need to shape our products and services and resources the right way. So although that's been a challenge, I think 
think it's been really interesting and really rewarding to be able to do that in conjunction with our member base. And also one of the things that I'm really proud of is the way that we've managed to reinstate a lot of the, the stakeholder relationships and, and re-energise some of those and, and show that, that ABCO has a, a vision for the future that will support, like hopefully expand the, the credit union footprint over the country. So I think let's err on the side of the positive as always. These challenges, I think, have been shaped into opportunities for us to grow and to innovate as an organisation along with our members. So that's been great. You're right about the legacy issues. And I think in many ways, I think people saw the task ahead of you was in many ways having to deal with the elephant in the room, but I think you've done well with it anyway. So anyway, moving on. So what's in the pipeline at ABCO then? What can we look forward to in the next year or two? We will trail the uh, and talk about the, the findings of the town hall and the AGM and conference event in March uh, in Manchester. And I think that will set the, the path. One of our directors uh, used the term, which I, I like a lot, is that we, we need to share with members our roadmap for development, our roadmap for innovation. We need to, to, to un, we need to help members understand how we are going to shape and change as an organisation. So some tangible examples, I think, of that would be areas where we want to add some value-add membership, member pay services, things like a compliance support service. We're trying to be much more supportive in terms of uh, supplier marketplace, supplier due, due diligence, which has been a big priority for credit unions. And as, as we know, that there's a whole raft of different suppliers and fintech organisations out there that are keen to to park with credit unions and sometimes our members need a bit of support in terms of understanding how to navigate those choices so we want to, to do more in that way as well we've done a lot with the board the board have, have engaged in a, in a development program for the last 12 months similar to staff and we're, you know, we, we really want to share that with members and, and see that we, we're investing in our own people as well and the other thing I think will come up is that we are lobbying very hard and continue to for legislative change for credit unions and to, to modernise the Credit Union Act and the quicker that we can do that the better we understand the time dynamic around that and we will use the, the town hall outputs as the centrepiece for our continued lobbying efforts and also our refreshed approach with stakeholders and stakeholder engagement and there's lots of good examples as well you know we continue to talk to Lloyds about future priorities they've been a big supporter over the last six years with the, the development fund and we're talking to them about what else we might do in partnership we're talking to organizations like fair for all finance who, who have the opportunity to use the dormant account monies and, and a whole range of other stakeholders just to, to make sure that the modern vision for credit unions can be channeled it can be communicated it can be understood and that we can set on that path to, to deliver a good value for members as always quite a coup that you engineered the capital requirement changes with the bank of england which was an excellent piece of work and uh, and i see you've snaffled sarah breeden to speak at our conference that's quite a coup as well we're over the moon with, with that news you know sarah's a very senior member of the the pra and the bank of england's senior management team so you know so it's, it's great that sarah's experience around regular of deposit takers and you know and, and lots of experience that I think we should recognise and, and state that we've had engagement from the very highest powers of the PRA in the Bank of England. You know, we've had Sam Woods as, as the PRA Chief Exec and Deputy Governor of the Bank of England talk about credit unions in his, in his mansion house speech in October when they launched the, the capital reform proposals. We've had engagement right across that senior team and, and it does show that they want to support the development of the credit union sector uh, across the country as a genuine alternative to mainstream finance. So so we can only see that as, you know, as really, really positive. Sarah, to come along to the 
conference to talk about her experience the credit unions and, and I think also to share uh, some of the thoughts around from the PRA about where they see the sector going and, and what potentially needs to change to keep building our capacity and our, and our levels of professionalism so really delighted with that. The capital reform proposals and we would hope that there'll be a quick turnaround in terms of making those new rules live and, and helping helping the development journeys for, for the sector right across the country. Okay that's great. While we're talking about the conference any other speakers, anything else to look forward to at the conference? Yeah absolutely Chris, we're delighted to mention a few names in a second and I think you know we, we launched the town hall and I, I think there was a real vibrancy in the room over the two days last year and a challenge for us was to make sure that the programme was as good, if not better, year on year. And, and we've been working really hard around that. So I'm delighted to say that we've managed to secure Brian Branch as Chief Executive and President of WOKU. Brian's going to be, be here with us for those couple of days you know, to share his experience and, and to help us with uh, our lobbying efforts and legislative reform agenda. So that's fantastic news. We've got a whole range of different international guests from, from North America, from some of our partners in Georgia and, and further afield to talk about a whole range of different topics and places recession so, so as always that's great we have again a delegation coming from the inclusive trade body and, and those credit unions have been a, a regular feature to the AGM as we have to, to their programme over the last number of years so we're delighted again that, that City have, have supported that development journey we have a commitment from John Glenn as the Economic Secretary to the Treasury to come along on the opening day of our conference to, to give a, a speech on, on credit union priorities and, and, a, and a whole host of, of other people as well, Sasha Romanovich who's the chief exec of Fair for All Finance is one of the key stakeholders uh, that we're talking to. So, and a whole range of different credit union practitioners who are going to do the usual uh, workshops and, and add that value in a technical and practical way. So there we have Robert Kelly, the ABCOL Chief Executive Officer, outlining the future plans for the Trade Association and giving quite an insight to the forthcoming national conference taking place in Manchester in March. Now that's it for this episode and watch out for episode 4 in the very near future. This is Talking Credit Unions with Chris Smith. Bye for now.